Hello dear listeners and welcome to this special Sunday meditation. I am Pastor Enzo Pellini and it's truly a blessing to have you join us today on this journey of reflection and connection. Whether you're joining us for the first time or you've been a part of our spiritual community, your presence here is cherished and valued. As we gather for this moment of reflection, I'd like to share the reading for this new week. The reading for today according to Matthew chapter 22 verses 15 to 22. Then the Pharisees went out and laid plans to trap him in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know that you are a man of integrity and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You are swayed by others because you pay no attention to who they are. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, said, You hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Show me the coin used for paying the tax. They brought him a denarius, and he asked them, Whose image is this? And whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, So give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, so they left him and went away. Today we'll delve into a passage from the Bible that may appear to be centered on financial matters, fiscal matters. However, it offers us a profound insight into Jesus, the central figure of all Holy Scriptures. And this account can be found in this passage, in the chapter 22, and revolves around an attempt by the Pharisees and Herodians to test Jesus. Through this story, we will uncover Jesus' wisdom and how his response holds deep implications for our lives and faith. And let's see, firstly, the Pharisees' plot. The Pharisees were known for their cunning and intelligence, and they were determined to trap Jesus. Their goal was to somehow remove him from the picture. To achieve this, they devised a plot. In a secret meeting, they decided to present a tricky question to Jesus. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? And this question had a trap. For regardless of how Jesus answered, they could use his response against him. If he said yes, it would appear as if he supported Roman oppression and would be considered unacceptable to his followers, as how could a savior endorse the taxes of an oppressor? But if he said no, they could accuse him of inciting disobedience to Roman law and the Roman judicial authorities. This simple scheme set in motion a complex plan to test Jesus. However, if we look at Jesus in this context, we can understand that this situation involves significant humiliation. Jesus, the Son of God and the Savior of the world, could have confronted the Pharisees in countless ways. He could have challenged them, exposed their sins and contradictions, or demonstrated his divinity with a simple gesture. Instead, he submitted to their questions and allowed them to approach him with their traps and schemes. And why? 
out of love for us. Jesus accepted being subjected to such questions to redeem us from our sins and elevate us to the kingdom of heaven. And this profound humiliation which Jesus endured out of love for humanity is a part of his divine mission. God's plan was for Jesus, the Savior, to undergo such questions, traps, and challenges so that he could carry out his redemptive work on the cross. His humility and patience serve as examples for us all, reminding us that humility is a powerful virtue and true greatness lies in serving others. Now, let's return to the conversation between Jesus and the Pharisees. It's interesting to observe how the Pharisees approached Jesus. They initiated their question with insincere compliments. Teacher, we know that you are truthful and teach the way of God in truth and defer to no one, for you are not partial to any. And this flattery is a clear example of hypocrisy. The Pharisees, who intended to trap Jesus, began their question with false praise. And this type of hypocrisy is not unfamiliar to us today. We often encounter political speeches and empty words that resemble this tactic. Such hypocritical strategies are common in many aspects of life, including, unfortunately, in the church. However, Jesus saw through this facade He knew the hearts of people and was not deceived by insincerity. His response to the Pharisees was straightforward and sincere. Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Jesus didn't let himself be influenced by empty compliments or fall into the trap of hypocrisy. His candid attitude serves as a reminder to us all about the importance of honesty and sincerity in our interactions, both within the church and in everyday life. The way Jesus addressed this tricky question is truly commendable. First, he asked to be shown the tax coin. When they presented the Roman denarius bearing the image of Emperor Tiberius, Jesus posed the simple yet revealing question, whose likeness and inscription is this? The answer was obvious, Caesar's. With this response, Jesus demonstrated that the coin belonged to Caesar, and therefore there was no issue in returning it to him. His wisdom was evident in his ability to respond clearly and coherently. This response from Jesus imparts an important principle. Give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's. In other words, we should fulfill our civic responsibilities and pay the taxes required by governmental authorities. We should not recklessly challenge civil authority or act disobediently. This is a call to obedience and respect for earthly laws, as long as they do not conflict with God's laws. However, Jesus didn't stop there. He added, and give to God the things that are God's. This is a significant statement. It means that while we should fulfill our civic responsibilities and respect civil authority, we must not forget our responsibility and devotion to God. Jesus reminds us that the kingdom of God is of a higher order and does not compete with the earthly kingdom. Our deeper loyalty 
should be to God, and we should give God what is due to Him, honor, reverence, love, obedience, and loyalty. Jesus' response to the tax question is a reminder that our civic responsibilities and our faith in God can coexist. We shouldn't make the mistake of completely separating our secular life from our spiritual life. Instead, we should live harmoniously, honoring God in all our actions and decisions. And this today's passage presents Jesus as a wise and compassionate king. His kingdom is of a higher order, and his divine wisdom surpasses any trap set for him. As believers, we can trust in Jesus and his wisdom. His honesty and straightforwardness with his adversaries in this situation remind us that he will never deceive us. Furthermore, Jesus teaches us the importance of giving to God what belongs to him in our lives. While we should fulfill our civic responsibilities and pay the required taxes, we shouldn't forget that our deepest loyalty is to God. We should honor him and seek his kingdom in everything we do. In the youth meeting on Friday, we discussed what happens when we place God's things in the proper place. We realized that when we prioritize God, it's not just an act of obedience to God, but God also promises to bless us greatly. When our priorities are God's things, we experience inner peace, tranquility, and complete health in our lives. We call this success in life the blessing. Ultimately, Jesus is the King of Kings, and his kingdom will endure beyond all earthly kingdoms. His wisdom and love serve as example for us all. By following his example, we can live consistent and faith-centered lives, remembering that in the end, what matters most is the kingdom of God and our relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. I wish you a fantastic week. Thank you.